Listening to the flip side with Noah Filipiak, connecting the reality of the gospel to the grit of life. You can support the podcast at patreon.com slash Noah Filipiak or at noahfilipiak.com slash give. What up, what up? Welcome to another five minute flip. It is Monday, January 17th, 2022, Martin Luther King Day. Let's jump right into it. I just want to give you one thought regarding Martin Luther King Day. And I am not the originator of this thought. I see it on Twitter uh, every year, and I'm just going to kind of summarize it here for you. And it is this irony that a generation after Martin Luther King's assassination, majority white culture, we celebrate MLK. We celebrate him as a hero. We act like if he was here today, we would embrace him with open arms uh, in, in our towns and as an American hero forgetting completely that in the 60s, majority white culture hated Martin Luther King. Uh, He was considered a communist. He was considered an enemy of the United States. There's a reason he was in and out of jail. The CIA, the FBI were after him. Uh, Bricks thrown into his house window by by mobs. He was assassinated. I mean, he was killed, successfully killed by white people. And so it's really important that we, we don't I mean, really, we we can we celebrate this day, and and we we really forget his whole message. We act like his message was just about being nice to each other, or or something like that. And I, I want to say some provocative things. I want to say some things to get you thinking. And it's this: if you're a person today that is against and has been against the the macro level point of the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm not talking about some of the some of the uh, maybe BLM movement specific things that the movement has done, but the macro level idea that black lives matter, if you're against that idea, you would have been against Dr. King in when he was alive. Uh, if you, if you oppose the idea of white privilege, if you call that a myth, or if you, if you say that that's, you know, wh- whatever made up, uh, you know, the, and it offends you. You would have been you would have been offended by Dr. King. Uh, it, it, when we talk about police brutality and there, there there's a, a death of another unarmed black person and it's caught on video and and there's there's protests against police brutality. And if you if you have a problem with those protests, and, you know, there, there's there's the, the phrases like blue lives matter and all lives matter and the thin blue line. Um, I, I, I'm what I was saying is you would have been against Dr. King back in the 60s. And I, it's only five minutes. I got a five minute flip. I can't get into all the details. I'm not saying all police officers are bad or anything like that. I'm saying if you have a visceral reaction against these movements towards justice, you would have been against Dr. King. And I think it's really important to to, to look at and say a huge portion of our country of white folks today would still be against Dr. King if he was today, if he was here today, and if he was protesting the injustices that we have. The fact that he got assassinated, we turn him into a hero, but if he was still alive and still protesting the white superiority of our culture, the systems 
that have put white people on top and kept people of color on the bottom, we, we would have treated him the same way. We would, you, you would treat him the same way that you're treating uh, the, the, the Black Lives Matter folks and, and others that are out there that you're, you're up against and disagreeing with. So what, what I encourage you to do is look up a copy of The Letter from a Birmingham Jail by Dr. Martin Luther King. I have it on my blog if you want to go there. My Twitter and Facebook, I just relinked to it. It's something I posted in 2017. Uh, but I just want to read a couple lines to you here in our final few moments. And I want you to go read this portion of the letter on my blog and ask yourself uh, who you are in the letter. The letter's written to eight white pastors. So how about that? Eight white pastors. And I'm just going to read you a few lines. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Perhaps it is easy for those who have never felt the stinging darts of segregation to say, wait. I would agree with St. Augustine that an unjust law is no law at all. We should never forget that everything Adolf Hitler did in Germany was legal. This was because these white pastors were saying, yo, Dr. King, you're doing illegal things. You know, follow the law, obey the law. The Bible says follow the law, obey the law. And that's why he's saying an unjust law is no law at all. And everything Adolf Hitler did in Germany was legal. So there, there's a, there's a, a, I can't think of a better word than a, a, a damning, uh, you know, uh, verdict of when, when, when Dr. King is comparing uh, the injustices of the United States to Nazi Germany. Um, he says, I've been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. The white moderate is the person who's like, yo, let's be nice to black people, but let's but let's not talk about laws. Let's not talk about systems. We're going to be moderates. Let's not have protests. Uh, he, he says, I'm gravely disappointed with uh, the white moderate. Was not Jesus an extremist for love? Few members of the oppressor race can understand the deep groans and passionate yearnings of the oppressed race. I have been greatly disappointed with the white church and its leadership. Too many others have been more cautious than courageous and have remained silent behind the anesthetizing security of stained glass windows. I have longed to hear white ministers declare, follow this decree because integration is morally right and because the Negro is your brother. What kind of people worship here? Who is their God? Where were their voices? Yes, I see the church as the body of Christ, but oh, how we have blemished and scarred that body through social neglect and through fear of being nonconformists. In those days, the church was not merely a thermometer that recorded the ideas and principles of popular opinion. It was a thermostat that transformed the mores of society. I hope this letter finds you strong in the faith. Woo! Hey, did I uh, forget to remind you that Dr. Martin Luther King is a reverend as well and a very strong Christian. And so uh, I encourage you to go check out the letter from a Birmingham jail uh, today or this week. Our, our five-minute flip has gone longer than five minutes, but what did you expect? It's me. You think I could do anything in five minutes? Uh, thanks for listening. 
The Long Form Flipside Podcast will certainly be back. Check out the book Brown Church by Dr. Robert Chow Romero, who I am interviewing uh, in a couple weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, stay subscribed to the podcast feed for more five-minute flips. I will see you next time on the flip side. The Flip Side with Noah Filipiak is a South Francis Press production. Copyright Noah Filipiak, www.noahfilipiak.com. Theme music by Kyle Lake at K Lake Music. Use with permission. Please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found.